Welcome to the Other Border Wall podcast. We are a multicultural group of artists in conversation as part of our ongoing creative resistance to borders. Here we speak of the bridges and walls we encounter. We are Tarane Adia, Leah Padgorski, and Jennifer Nagel Myers. So welcome to the Other Border Wall podcast, and we're really excited. Uh, today we're joined by Eftahal Badawi. Did I say that right? Yes, yes, you did it perfect. Yay! An amazing um, artist who's based here in Pittsburgh now, um, and I met her about a year ago, but first I want to give you a little bit about, about her from her artist bio from her website. She was born in Saudi Arabia, and since she was in fifth grade, she always knew she wanted to be an artist. However, she took a different path and got a bachelor's degree in biology from the King Abdul Aziz University. Following that, she earned a bachelor's degree in industrial hygiene from West Virginia University in Morgantown, West, West Virginia. Her career path has also included working as a teacher assistant. Still, she always felt that something is missing. Art, at, at that point, she found out that she found out about art therapy program. She then took the required classes in art and psychology to pursue that specialty and still going. During her journey, she joined the Malayan Art Institute and learned different techniques in painting. The first everyone knows about her art was, just, was that it's colorful and uplifting. Her art has been a big influence on people. She designed a poster for anti-bullying and racism, which has been posted in different schools in the Pittsburgh area. This was aimed to help kids understand the power of unity. She's also part of different art show in Pittsburgh. Epithal is not only an artist, but a writer and photographer as well. She enjoys going and spending time in nature and connecting with Mother Earth and writing about her experience. Her goal is, as an artist is to create art that would uplift people's souls and connect with more artists to share the beauty and the magic of art. And welcome. Hi, Thank everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And um, I just wanted to say hi. How I met you was actually at a local school, a local high school. We were doing a panel about um, dismantling white supremacy and racism. And you uh, came up after the after the panel discussion and and presented everyone on the panel this beautiful painting of a bridge that looks very much like the Golden Bridges in here in Pittsburgh. And you talked with us about just your, 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 your mission and your goal um, to, to connect people. And I remember the hands of all different shades and really just being inspired and, and excited to, to, to meet you. And so I started following, we started following each other on Instagram and we've been following <laughs> each other and liking our posts ever since then. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> thank you. Well, we're excited too. It's a real pleasure and honor. So thank you. Thank you. It's really, the pleasure is mine. Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so thank you, Tarane, for bringing us in. Um, I was just going to start with the, with the first question. And it was just the first thing that struck me when I was looking up your work and getting to know you through Instagram and your website was um, asking you about when you say you're an intuitive artist, just what does that mean? 
I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I try to. So my art, I see my art is exp- expressionistic art. So I use my feeling to guide me, my emotion to guide me. Each painting for me is a journey to learn about myself, my soul from the inside, and to learn from uh, to learn also about the world. So I use my my emotion to guide me. That's why I use that name. That to try to describe me. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Versus having some kind of established idea that you're pursuing more logically or conceptually. It's yes, for you. yes. Yeah. Well, probably uh, with with that yeah. intention, you connect to people. To, pe- to people's spirit and soul more more directly than um, than other that's, forms of art. That's what I try with the when uh, uh, w- uh, with each piece. Like whenever I connect to my my emotion, I feel that I connect with everyone because we are all connected, right? And uh, our connect we uh, we feel this connection. We don't see it, but it just mm. it's a feeling that connects us all of us together. And as we get to know each other, we know that the, this connection is real because we love the same thing, we fear the same thing, we hate the same thing because we are all human like each other. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. The connection right now couldn't be more important. <laughs> yes, yes. And I feel now with the, with the pandemic, the world is more connected than ever. Like uh, through Zoom, through, uh, through different uh, social media, like everyone is, is facing the same thing. And everyone uh, is also like having this moment where they are by themselves and thinking, and all of us are facing the same thing, the unknown. So that feeling connect all of us more than ever. Well, um, Abdul, I feel like you're answering my question a little bit, but <laughs> um, I was wondering about how how do you see that art can promote peace and love during this kind of crazy time? Like, obviously for you. Um, it means it's very meaningful in your life, but how have you experienced it to the extent of connecting other people or um, bringing peace and love to others? So I create different pieces and I saw the reaction. So one uh, one of the pieces is Pittsburgh Builds Bridges, the one Turner mentioned in the beginning. So I did this piece. Um, my son before had some racism comments in the school and the school talked to him and the kids and they apologized. But, you know, as a mother, I felt upset. And uh, also uh, I saw a video two years ago uh, for a Syrian refugee student in one of the high school here in Pittsburgh, and she was beaten up in the school bathroom. So I saw this video and I felt so upset. How can someone do this and don't call for help and videotape it? This is this is really awful. So I thought uh, me and a group of mom, we want to create like a poster. So I'm the artist. And with what also what encouraged me, what happened to my son. So I create Pittsburgh Builds Bridges. And uh, at that time, my son used to go to Pleasant Hill Middle School. 
So I talked to the principal. I told him, can we put this in the school? And he agreed. And then after they put it, my friend, she's from Puerto Rico. She called me and she told me her son sometimes have panic attacks. Uh, and one of the panic attacks, he was in the school at the cafeteria where he saw the poster. He felt calmer and he got better. He told his mom when he got home. So that's why I thought, oh my God, I know for me, like art, I know that art affects people and it, it helped like uplifting people, but I didn't know that it could go that far. Wow. So that's why I'm trying to put it in more schools, more, more places to, to, to help more people to connect more. So that's one of these pieces and during the pandemic, I made another piece uh, after like COVID and all like all the awful news you hear and people dying. And also after what happened to George Floyd, I felt uh, I want to do something. And what can I do? So I thought I want to create another art piece and I call it Inhale Hope. So mm -hmm. the piece is... is uh, like the lungs, I paint the lungs and it, it have flowers in it. And then there is like different hands trying to reach to each other. But there is space because we need to have space between us now. <laughs> so, uh, and, um, and I thought this piece could maybe help different people. And my friend, she, she told me her friend is, uh, She's going through chemo and she want to get a piece. And she told me that it helped her in this time because she's going to the hospital alone on company. So that's how I know that art could help people to connect. That's when really you, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. When I, I, I really was struck by what you were saying about this being in school, um, and and having those experiences with the children in your life and you know just being as a black woman in america and i just think about all the times that i've been in a school or in a in a in a public sphere as being feeling really alone and not feeling seen or celebrated or protected um and what what it would have been like to to be a, a kid in that space and to see a, a poster or to see a sign like a literal sign that I am seen and and understood and, and and protected. Even if I feel alone at that moment, I'm not. And to have you do that is so so very important. Um, and so I just wanted to thank you for that. Um, both as uh, my my um, my little black girl self, thank you for that. <laughs> oh, thank that, that you. That in me that's still there, and then also for all the other all the other kids in, in, in Pittsburgh, especially because Pittsburgh does have a, have a challenge with really being open to people who aren't part of the kind of stereotypes of, of Pittsburgh, um, the black, brown and other people who are as equally Pittsburgh and as equally important and needed and part of Pittsburgh's present and past and future. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to thank you for that. You're so welcome. <laughs> It, it is profound how much art can work so directly and immediately and like in a life-changing way. It's 
it never ceases to amaze me. If if it's there, it 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 proves itself like over and over and over again. It's um, it true. It truly does, and uh, and it just it's just a glimpse of it, and it have I that know. effect. I know. And it's like what you said, it is that feeling of connection where you know, you see it and you know, okay, there is a bigger thing that I am part of that I'm not excluded from. Yeah. Yes, yes. In another school, uh, I was invited in um, Carlinton Elementary School by a second grade teacher. And he told me and his colleagues that he print like the poster in the hallways. So the kids, the little kids, they stop. And they point at the poster and they say, this is me, this is me, this is me. (laughs) So I thought, oh my God, like, as Tereney said, like, you know, you know, you can feel like you're not alone there, you know? Yeah, that's incredible. Are you able to keep working with the school system now? Is that something that keeps building or? Uh, no, now with, I think with COVID, like I'm trying to reach out, but it's not very easy to get into the school because, you know, each district have their own superintendent. So I, I, I'm still trying because with all these stories that I heard from kids and from their parents and the teacher, I, I thought I want to put it in more schools to help more kids to connect because kids, like I think this could plant like seeds inside of the kids that even if we don't see it grow now, but when they get older, yeah. it will grow and they will try to also, they told me when I, I went that day, they draw the poster. I have like the kids drawing and they wrote when we grow up, we want to, we want to paint, we want to draw, we want to, you know, and they, mm-hmm. they wrote in their own words. I have a, a big folder. They wrote in their own words. What did they felt when they saw it? They told me that they felt, you know, love. They felt connect in their own words, but that's why I'm trying to continue. I, I think that's so important because you have to, you have to see yourself especially in school, especially in education. And you think about all the things that they're learning and how Eurocentric it is and how it's focused on just one little tiny part of the world. It does not reflect the full history of, of all the people, all the cultures, all, the, all of the innovations from people all over the world that have impacted the world and America and Pittsburgh. And so you can go, I mean, I just my own experience as a Black but girl growing up, like you, I could go years without ever having anyone talk about black women in school. I ne- not to learn anything, not to read about anything, not to see an image of a black woman. Um, and it, it, it has an impact on you. It, it, it mm-hmm. impacts you and it impacts everybody else. Um, so it's so, so, so important what you're doing to make sure that those images of, and that representation of it is, is in the school for both the students the parents, the teachers, and the staff, they need to see the full spectrum of, of, of humanity. Um, this is so <laughs> wonderful. Um, the next question we had um, was about how your personal story connects to your political activism or your, your, well, I really see it more as your spiritual practice. That's your creative work, but um, it's also political. So just how your personal story weaves in or... <laughs> So as I told you before, with my son, he had 
like these racism comments in the school cafeteria and and the school talked to us and they apologized but i still you know i felt upset that he went through this and then also he play hockey and uh, they don't have a lot of diversity at hockey Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he had he played for years but it, it's the same year too and he had some racism comments in the locker and uh, and he didn't tell us but mm. we we just one day he came back from practice and we know that there is something wrong from his face and he told us so also we uh, they apologize i talked to uh, us hockey and they apologized to um uh and uh, then me and my hu- my husband we thought of maybe we can have a meeting between you know the superintendent of the school district and and also uh the one of the board member of the hockey team so uh, to 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 build uh, a program for anti-bullying and anti-racism because we thought of like how can you want to win as a team if you are not a team mm. right mm. you ne- yeah. they need they need to learn this and then i thought uh what if like i reach out you know to to penguins and if and you know the Steelers; th- those are legends. Those are Pittsburgh legends and Pirates. And they maybe can make a program, and they can talk to local schools, like you know, make an event because it's different when a teacher talk to them, and when one of these legends talk to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried, I, I tried, but there's no one come back to me yet. But, uh, and uh, the superintendent, he's working, they're doing a program for the school district and and he's making a really great progress. The hockey, he agreed to meet us, but he didn't. He, uh, he apologized and we... Eventually, we changed the hockey team, but uh, that's that's how my personal experience affect my work. Uh, I I know as a mom, as as the story that my son faced, that mm-hmm. it's not very easy for a mom, you know, to to see her kids facing these kind of incidents, mm-hmm. and especially a lot of kids they don't talk, they just keep it, and it affects them. You know, in the long run, it will affect them. So if we can try to help them before this progress and mm-hmm. it gets out of hand. And also it's, it's, there's two people, like there's the one who's the bully and the other, the victim. So both of them are victims, mm-hmm. right? That's true. I, I, I see them both, both of them as victim because the bully he wouldn't do this until some because he he learned it somewhere, right? He learned it from I don't know, like from home, from social media. He learned it somewhere. So he didn't. He he's a child. He doesn't know much better. Even adults sometimes they they are they don't know much because they they uh, they act out of fear. People always do these kind of stuff because they are afraid they don't they're not willing to 
to take the first step and just look at the person in front of them. They're afraid to look even. So they act out of fear and they do these, these, these awful things to other people. It is fear. It is fear. It's a, it's somehow more comfortable for people to lean into that than the connectivity. Yes. Yes. And, And you can see it sometimes in people's eyes. Like they, they're afraid. They just, they, they just, uh, they, they just run away from the situation, and they don't, they don't do nothing, and because they are afraid. So if we can mm-hmm. melt that fear with love and connection, we could have a better community, a stronger one. Yeah. How old is your son? Now he's fourteen. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Is he still is playing that- hockey? Yes, he does. And, and, and the hockey team is amazing. And uh, that was in the middle school. <laughs> so now he's on a different team. Yes, yes, yes. That's cool. Um, but I, 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 I want yeah. also, like, I feel like I want to help the other team, you know, because I know, you know, yeah. they apologize, but I thought of it. This could be a really good opportunity for kids to learn. Yeah, because there's going to be another time when, someone joins the team that maybe seems different to the existing members of the team and they need to, it would be good if the coach would take a more proactive role to blend these things. Yeah. Teaching moments. Yes. yes. But, uh, but yeah, I'm really, I'm glad he's on a fantastic team now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, also, I love the action yeah. you took as, as the mom and the visionary, you know, to get like, the big teams involved, the Penguins and the Steelers, like, I love that that's part of your vision because you might as well try for all that. It makes total sense. Um, uh, I'm, I'm really trying. And I thought also of this idea, it came to me. Uh, I thought I want to find the big wall in like in, in Pittsburgh and, mm-hmm. and try to paint a mural with everyone, like with the kids with maybe the penguins, stealer, pirates, and, you know, different ethnicity, different group together to, to show that everyone is welcome to Pittsburgh. I know these are different teams and they're doing a really great job with their, with, uh, with their work, with the community, but they never work together. So if, if the people see them working together with everyone else, it will bring a different perspective to everyone, to kids, to adults. To them, even. You need to run the diversity uh, department <laughs> at the Pittsburgh <laughs> government. <laughs> and then just keep going up and up and up. U.S. government and the whole world. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, re- really. That would be great. I guess I'm not... I, I know how strong the sports teams are here, but I'm not super familiar with what kind of work these teams are doing with the community like are they going to high schools and talking about these kind of things or I don't really know what their I don't know but they have their reach out outreaches they have really they have really strong effect on kids because these kids they play and and you don't know maybe those are future Steelers or those are future penguins or future pirates you never know right so it just uh they see them as models as role models to them so when when they speak to kids 
it will affect them. It will really bring, uh, they will understand it more if they talk to them. So speaking of all those teams, so how did you find yourself in Pittsburgh? (laughs) And maybe also were there bridges that helped you or walls that tried to get in your way at any point? So for me, I'm thankful I didn't have any bad experience here. (laughs) Everyone is friendly and uh, maybe sometimes I have strange looks like there's this look that they look at you like you are from a different planet. (laughs) But uh, yes, I have that look like now and then, but that's it. No one said anything to me, like offended me in any way. And um, I felt welcome here. Um, And especially in, in the school district, they are very welcoming. They, they, as I told you before, they put the poster in the school and they have another one of my painting in the school there to try to bring, you know, more connection with everyone. So I think I am blessed to be, to be here. How, how long have you been living in Pittsburgh? Uh, almost five years. Oh, wow. But I, I, I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't active these two years. I am like, you know, with all the incidents that happened, it just made me more emotional. And then, uh, as I told you, with each painting, like it's a journey. So I think now I'm, uh, I am in that path to learn more about myself and the world and try to help. Yeah. Well, you're just getting more and more momentum, which is great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, oh, go ahead, Jen. Oh, no, no, go ahead. (laughs) I was going to say, sometimes I feel like when you come to a new place, you need a little period of observation. (laughs) Like, let's see what this is all about. And then you can, (laughs) and then you can start jumping in and, you know, bumping around. (laughs) That's so true. You're so, yes, yes. I agree. Did you move, where did you move here from? Where were you before Pittsburgh? I was in West Virginia, Morgantown. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, getting your degree. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Was that a different a different experience for you there in terms of just feeling include in, an inclusive or? No, I I felt because you know it's a college town. There's a yes. lot of diversity there, and uh, I I felt like welcome and and I was so busy studying. Yes. Know? Uh, and uh, yes, and it's not very easy degree, and I don't like it too. <laughs> <laughs> Which what was that degree? What, Industrial I hygiene. Oh my gosh! So, I'm not it's quite totally sure what different. That, I don't yes, know what that even means. <laughs> I, I like you know um, companies they need to follow OSHA regulation, and they hire industrial hygienists to make sure that they follow their regulations. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so OSHA is like Occupational Safety and Health Administration? Yes, yes. Okay. Wow. Well, are you, you're not currently doing, you moved into more art therapy, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes. I'm trying, I'm trying to, uh, to take my master in, in art therapy. I am in the process of applying. Oh, wow. Nice. That's wonderful. Thank you. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I guess, okay, so the next question that we had, that I had, was about um, watching your, I really enjoyed, because I hadn't actually known your work until up till now, um, so I've been looking at it a lot on Instagram, and it's like a whole narrative. I love watch. I love following the story. <laughs> each, each, each post is its own story, really. There's a lot of, like, journey, it's a lot of, like, journeying, really which makes sense how you talk about it going in inward journey. Um, but I was just loving the, where you talk about setting intention. And I was wondering if you could speak more about like the power for you of setting intention in your work or life or even advice to others about that. <clears throat> I think the basic of any work you want to do is intention. You need to set an intention because it's like, it's like the seed of anything you want to do. You can't, you can't grow a plant without the seed. So the seed is intention. So when you want to do anything in life, the most important thing is intention to have this. Why? And you ask yourself, why do you want to do it? What's your intention? And just have these moments with yourself and, and really dig deeper and see why do you want to do this? How this could help you? How could this help others? And when you have this intention as a seed, then it will grow. You will attract like, you know, different people, different situation, and this seed will grow to a plant. And it, uh, you will no- uh, nourish it as you go in like in different stage. So that's why each time when I paint, I try to set an intention, not just each time when I paint anything, when I do in life, mm-hmm. like for example, I want to do, I want to take a workshop. So I set an intention. Why do I want to take this workshop? How it could help me? So when I set an intention, it's just like telling the universe, I am ready to receive. So when you are allowing yourself to receive, you will attract more blessings to your life. <laughs> It's a mate and an amazing Bring it circle. In. Bring it in. Yeah, <laughs> it works though, doesn't it? If and it, you literally have to be intentional about setting an intention. <laughs> you have to like say, make it almost like a sacred. I don't know how you do it, but I've been trying to develop that more in my own life. Just slow down and and really be there for that because that does start to set the whole thing, no matter yes. what it is. I know. So true. Yes. I don't think that we're taught, I was never taught that in, in this culture to really slow down enough and be more mindful about the inner and outer and how they come together. And uh, me, me too. Like I know about intention and in my religion, we learn about intention, but they didn't teach us that way. Mm-hmm. They didn't teach us in this depth. And also I think it it's in different, in different like different practices they talk about intention it's they talk about like i le- i read different books about it yeah so different people talk about it but as i grow up i didn't know that it really could affect your life your intention is the base of of your you know the foundation of anything you want to do yeah, it's it's really important and it's overlooked for many of us growing yes, up. Yes. Yes. Even yes. even in religion, which you would think is where we would find it or a place to find it. So true. 
Yeah, I think it's easy to find yourself just in autopilot, you know, going in the motions like day after day. And then it's like, wait a second, how am I spending my time? Like, what, what am I doing? I need to re-navigate. And yeah, it's something that takes practice for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Like you feel sometimes you feel like you're a zombie, you know, just doing the same thing and just in in the fast mode you know sometimes sometimes you need to slow down and and see what's really going on what you really want because a lot of times we don't know what we want you know we as community as we are raised we think we know this and we believe we know something but when we have moments with ourselves we know that we want something different. Mm. Yeah, that's all very true. And these months, I feel like we've all had a lot of time to ourselves. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, another thing I wanted to ask about was this uh, this art project that was downtown. Maybe you could tell a little bit about that. So this project was by uh, Downtown Pittsburgh Partnership and Janelle. Uh, she was the she was the artist manager who managed uh, this project, and it was her idea. And then she got different artists to join her and to do some more artwork. And the artwork we did is um, awareness about COVID to help you know the community to learn more uh, safety about what to do with COVID. Like there is one painting you, uh, about mask. You need to have your mask on. Uh, and there is another painting about, you know, uh, uh, you need to have six feet apart distance. So there's different pieces of art that talk uh, about what we need to do when we are outside with the pandemic. And uh, I thought it's it's beautiful. It's uh, it's beautiful paintings. So where is it located? It's in. Uh, where can people see it? It's in Sixth Avenue and Wood Street. Okay. And is and it going to be there for the coming season, or just a month, or maybe for I'm, who knows how long? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. But also, they have it in Penn Avenue and Ninth Street too. Okay, cool. I have to, yeah, I saw that on, I saw that on your Instagram too. So I love, I feel like we covered this a little bit too, but um, I was wondering like, where, where do you, how do you stay grounded in this kind of insane world that we're in? But I know that one of the answers is by setting intentions, but is there anything else that you, that you do that helps you to kind of stay, stay present and stick with it? So I do meditation. I do, uh, sometimes I do yoga, sometimes I do Tai Chi. And uh, also I do Theta healing sessions. You know, Theta is uh, one of the wave brains. And uh, oh, they Theta, do, Theta. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So I do, I do healing through that uh, wave brain. Uh, so I do different kind of things. I go uh, also walk in nature, uh, barefoot in the grass. It helped like, you know, 
absorb all the negativ- negativity and uh, I think like Mother Earth give me like energy. So every time I feel low or I feel upset, I go for a walk outside and it helps. Agreed. It, I feel like we all, we all need that. Everyone, at least in this conversation, I think we all need our outside time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But wow, those are four really strong things to, to, to do that probably all feed in so much to restoring and grounding. And yes, and, and like breathing, also I know. breathing. When you just go outside and just breathe the fresh air, you know, when you go into the woods, you smell the smell of grass. It just, I don't know what happened to you. Just it helps you to get better. It's it like does. refreshing. It, it, it really does. Sometimes I, I think that like when mm-hmm. people are in conflict, like we just need to put them into the woods to like <laughs> take a walk. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's so true. So I, I, that easy, but. I know. I always feel better when I go outside. Like it literally is, and it doesn't even matter what the weather is really. I just, it always feels better to be outside and reconnect with, with the planet. It's really weird. So much of the screen time and inside, I feel like there literally are days where I'm like, if I don't, if I'm not outside or something, I can like forget that I live on this like multidimensional planet that's just like full of everything. <laughs> you for, you can for almost forget. It's un- unbelievable. That so we true. Forget. But yeah. Especially now, like everyone is at home and, and we're missing that connection between people. Yeah. You know, I, I know we're connected through Zoom, but still that human, human need these connection. I know. So when, when we go outside, I think connecting with nature, it helps us to fill that gap. Yeah. And it is a gap. It, it is kind of a, a missing piece in many lives. Uh, I had a question about um, your artistic practice and because um, I also uh, did different things in school and came to design and art later in life. And so I never had like a studio. I didn't have a studio training until I went to graduate school for, for design. Could, could you talk about like how you paint? Where you paint? Do you have a studio? Do you just set up in your kitchen? Like, how how do you actually work, and what is that like? <laughs> so I work at my basement. I took over the basement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All of its colors everywhere, and uh, I, and, I and like yes. So I took over the basement, and uh, I have colors everywhere in the house, and um, and I I, I learned. I took. Because I'm trying to apply to art therapy, so I took uh, 18 hours in art in CCAC, in the community okay. college. Yeah. And also I joined a different art classes. Um, and uh, I joined Milan Art Institute. It's an mm-hmm. uh, institute based in uh, Arizona, but they moved now to Georgia and they have an online program for a year. And mm-hmm. I learned different techniques when I was with them and they're amazing they they teach you everything from basics like pencil line until marketing everything you need and they teach you also about you know right brain and left brain and how can you stay what kind of exercise you need to do 
to be in the right brain and you can switch between right brain and left brain to be more creative and logic <laughs> at the same time. Mm. So I love it. Wow. That is so, that's so important. I'm just being able to really have, because we talk about art being so fundamental, but it really is not something that's accessible. It's really not everywhere. It's not, it's not like if, if you're, if you're just sitting around and sketching and drawing um, to know how to actually train as an artist is a completely different thing. So I think it's great that you were able to create your own your own path to that. And they too taught us about the power statement, you know, to have an artist power statement, to nice. say it to ourselves over and over. Because, you know, sometimes we be judgmental, you mm -hmm. know, with during the process of making art sometimes that left brain come in and like trying to make these assumptions uh so with the power statement it just uh motivates you to be present in the moment and really be in the right brain and and switch sometimes to the left brain but that's good yeah i know i'm like that too where i'll I'll be making something and then I'll, I'll think it's really great. And then I think it's okay. And then I think it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> yes. ever. Yeah. Like you're in a wave, like it is a wave. <laughs> yes. And then I don't want to look at it and I stay yeah. away from it. And then I look at it. I like it. And it just, it's just this weird <laughs> relationship. And yes. So how do you, like, how do you deal with that, that process of, um, not not liking something, um, what is your different types of reactions? If you create something you don't like it, then, then what happens next? So I when, I when I create something that I don't like, I just stay away from it a little bit. Because mm -hmm. I, if I keep staring at it, I will just... <laughs> <laughs> We're all laughing because we've all done this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it will just like continue yeah it, it, it won't it won't get any better so I stay away from it and I try to create something else and uh and then I go back to it and then I after I after a while when I go back to it I feel like I can continue working on it and I can see something that I didn't see before because I, I was so emotional that I couldn't I couldn't see what what I need to do and I couldn't also I couldn't listen to my to my inner guide you know everyone have like an inner voice help them mm -hmm. so at the, uh, sometimes uh, like you, you have like fog so when you go away you can have more mm -hmm. clarity mm -hmm. good point yep thank you you're welcome. <laughs> You're a great teacher. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> really, I'm really enjoying this. Um, yeah, I think one question I had was your, um, has, ha, do you have, is a lot of your family still in Saudi Arabia or how do you manage to live? Like, do you feel like you're living in two different worlds sometimes or? Yes, yes. My, so my, my family is in Saudi Arabia and in Egypt too. Oh, wow. <laughs> is that your so, background? Is is No, my background is from Saudi Arabia, but my parents, they moved to Egypt. Wow. So, uh, 
like it's it's nice to visit like you know different country but it's not very easy you know with the holidays and with my kids growing up and they don't be around their grandparents and especially it strike me in holidays you know it's hard yes. in the holidays yes that's when really your yeah your family unit is most intense wanting to be with each other yeah yes 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 uh, uh, when when i used when i used to be little i didn't uh, appreciate these moments you know of holidays but now when i'm away and i miss it i felt i feel how much you know it's uh, it's cherished moments to see all your family together in the same table i miss it <laughs> How how often do you get to see your family over in Saudi Arabia or Egypt? It's uh, every two to three years. Yeah, and and uh, hopefully we have now Zoom and these uh, different media where we can talk. Imagine like twenty years ago, there's nothing. Yeah. So I'm yeah. grateful that we still have we we can still connect. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think. Unless there's other questions, I think that we're kind of getting towards the end. Um, I did want to ask you if there's any project or upcoming project or places that people could see your work. So now my painting is in the school. I have some of it in school, like Jefferson High School and uh, Carlinton School in the Carlinton District. And also... uh, Bold, Baldwin, Baldwin School. Oh, Baldwin School. Mm-hmm. And uh, in downtown Pittsburgh. And now I'm trying to to put Inhale Hope in hospitals. So oh, I'm, nice. I'm I'm oh, trying nice. to to this is my new project. I'm trying to put it there. But yes, hopefully. I love, so. how, I love how innovative you are. I think that um, a lot of times. Uh, if you've been an artist for a while, there's like this prescription of things, there's galleries, there's different people that you work with, but what you're doing is a lot more innovative and um, entrepreneurial, for lack of a better word. Uh, so I really, I really appreciate that kind of like, I'm looking forward to the, to the mural with the penguins, the pirates and the sailors are, I see them at yeah. night, like in the summertime, everyone's wearing shorts and <laughs> <laughs> so like, I want to see that. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Let me know when that happens. I'll help wash brushes or something. You, you you will be I I will join you all to be with us. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. That sounds great. And how can people find you? Um like what's your website and your Instagram information? So my Instagram is uh dot badawi eighty one at Instagram and uh, my uh, my website is E B art photography cool Cool. we'll um, we'll include that in the show notes thank you for sure and is is there anything that you want to talk about or ask us or any thoughts that you want to leave us with so i want to tell you thank you guys for inviting me and uh i love all the questions Uh, and uh, I hope I can invite you soon to paint the mural with all of us together in Pittsburgh. That would be great. 
So yes, and I thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. You're an inspiration. Thank Thank you you for making bridges with your work. It's really inspiring. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. We we are all I, I we are all in this together. So, uh, and you are building bridges too by this mm-hmm. pod, podcast. Like you are building bridges, so all of us can build bridges between us. And that was the other border wall podcast. Thank you for listening. We look forward to the next time we all meet. Stay tuned for more every two weeks. Thank you.